the world gets in my way I need to make a getaway So I ride down that old dirt road The same place I always go It does it so good sometimes To be alone from time to time Take the time and let it all go Watch the world go by real slow Hey everybody, welcome back to The Last Hobo's Ramble. I'm John. I'm Adam. And we're The Last Hobo's Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, am I missing anything? No, no, I don't think so. This is episode eight. Uh, doesn't seem like it's the eighth one, but... It is. Uh, check us out on our podcast uh, on our website. It's uh, rss. dot com backslash podcasts backslash backslash last hobos ramble. And like John said, any of the other ones were last hobos ramble on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, tickety tickety and all those other ones. Gmail. Gmail, yep, last hobos ramble at gmail.com. And uh, for everybody that's come back to listen for eight episodes, we really appreciate you. Let us know what you'd like to hear, what you wouldn't like to hear. But uh, yeah, for everybody that's come back, we've got some ideas for some shows coming up. Gonna let you know we're gonna have brother Kevin Wyndham or Sheriff Wyndham, if you're from Shelby County, he's gonna be coming on once he feels like he can, you know speak uh long enough not without getting winded and everything we don't want to put him in any health issues uh he'll be coming on and he'll be talking about having a double lung transplant and uh everything about that so that'd be pretty interesting we don't even know what questions we're going to ask him yet also we talked to the game warden uh, our local game warden doug williams uh, he's also a local, as in he's from Sabine County. Talk to him. He's going to be coming on the show, but he's leaving tomorrow, I believe, to go down to the border. All the game wards have to rotate down and protect the border. I don't know if people know that or not. Uh, with Along with Highway Patrol, they do the same thing. He'll, when he gets back in October, he's committed to coming on the show. If y'all have questions y'all would like to know about game laws or the border, anything like that, shoot us an email or something, you know, and we will be glad to ask that question for you and get you an answer as long as it's not something, uh, you know, I guess immoral, something like that, you know. But uh, You can submit your questions anonymously. John already has a list of anonymous questions going. Uh, most yeah, of, yeah. Most, you know, most of them are his questions. <laughs> Uh, right, is there, you know, is there, what they call that, when uh, statute limitations on how long, a, <laughs> how long breaking the law lasts on shit, something like that? I was going to say, uh, we're not real big outlaws, but uh, no. I would say most of, our out, most of our outlawing does revolve around uh, game laws. Yeah. Well, not anymore, but once upon a time, you know. Uh, no, I guess my question to you, Adam, is that do we call him Officer Williams or Game Warden Williams or well, 
How, you know, how would you address the man? Both of those are more appropriate than what we're used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if y'all got questions about Sasquatch or something, yeah, we will ask that too. Okay. Yeah, that will be a question. We we will we will ask those questions. You know, that John and most I have, of you don't want to. <laughs> we have long wondered what the bag limit is. Uh, how do you skin a Sasquatch? I'm not sure. Do they have the same rule about the ears and the antlers? And do Sasquatches have antlers? Yeah, is there a youth season? If there is, does that mean you can kill the youth Sasquatch? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Those are the questions. If he hears this, he might decide he's not coming on here. I was fixing to say, uh, the officer is obviously not a regular listener. Uh, well, he's a good guy. Like I said, he came to our church a few years ago with a couple other game wardens, so he kind of got an idea of what he's in for. Uh, you know, I'm sure he gets asked all kinds of questions, but we're going to make it a we're going to make it a fun for him, hopefully, and we're going to pray that he gets back from the border safely. So, thanks for everybody that goes down there protects our border for us that we don't know about. That's you know, it, it doesn't cross my mind till you talk to somebody like that. So, anyway. Once again, we try to stay out of the politics, but... Right. Well, I don't think protecting the border is... It's not. Political, I think it's actually an act of safety, so... But the part that is, is I want everybody to consider the fact that constitutionally, border protection is a responsibility of the federal government. I saw a comedian the other night, I meant to get you his name on Netflix, and he said, we've got the only president... That when he finishes talking, he turns into a Roomba. <laughs> that's probably the most accurate one I've heard yet. All right, that's my joke for the day, okay? And I did. I'll try to find that guy's name so I can tell y'all who he is to watch. He was pretty funny. Uh, as you know, me and Adam record these things early in the morning. Uh, that's for usually why we look, which y'all don't see us, but we look so bad. And it's also why we probably sound terrible, but we uh, we record them early in the morning. And last week we recorded it and put it out. And it seems like it's the second week in a row that we put one out. And then someone that we really uh, admire and like passed away. And we didn't find out after we put out the podcast. Of course, you know, the week before last, we lost Jimmy Buffett. And uh, great, great loss to the music community. And we did a show for that. And then we finished our show, and come to find out, we lost Charlie Robin. Okay, so I'll, here's the kicker. Robinson or Robinson? There's no N in it, so I call him Robinson. Robinson. Charlie Robinson. And he has a brother, Bruce. Okay, if y'all don't know, Charlie is a big, big star in the Texas music community. Ugh. He also broke over into the Nashville scene. And a national scene for for a while. Charlie was a great songwriter, great performer. Uh, I don't know. Just just a sad day for Texas music. He's gone. It's, it was kind of unexpected, but not unexpected. He'd been having some health issues. He'd quit performing. And from what I understand, last week he passed away in a hospital in San Antonio. Uh, from heart complications so you know he leaves behind a family and leaves behind a legion of fans and once again he's 59 so 
you know, it's a little, little, little early for someone you you would think, or I would, that, to be passing on. But you know, we're going to miss Charlie. You know, he left behind a great body of work. If you don't know, just go pick up any of the albums. Good time, Charlie. That's that's a great one. Uh, I do remember first time I heard him, he was singing "My Hometown." You know, on ninety-five point five of the Wolf. See, it didn't make much of an impact. Uh, and I didn't—they didn't even say who he was, but I did search it out till I found him. And man, just been a fan ever since. You know, so what a what a loss. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, over the last five years, the the music industry has has taken a gut punch. As far as who it's lost, <laughs> it's a serious, serious subject. And, and as far as Charlie goes, he will be missed. Uh, my, my, unfortunately, my first thought was when you were debating with yourself over how to pronounce his last name. I was thinking, I, I, I think I could help with this Pan Pam thing, like on <laughs> Step Brothers, right? No, I mean, I, I would say Robeson, but I don't know. I'm not, you know, this is why Johnny Cash would get up and, and start strumming his guitar. His name. I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> well, I've seen his brother perform at uh, Corville's in, outside Beaumont. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're both real tall guys. But And I don't want to get on his brother. His brother's a great singer-songwriter also. We could do a show on him anytime. Uh, he wrote a couple songs, George Strait covered and things, but, you know, he never really said what his name was either, so uh, he pretty much answered to whatever anybody called him, which was probably what you and I would do, right? Pretty much. So, but uh, just a great performer, great, you know, great all-around Texas musician, so he's going to be missed. So, got a headline here for you, Adam, all over our Facebook Marion Morris, no idea myself. Marion Morris says she's leaving country music. Quote, it's burning itself down without my help. Um, well, what a segue, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I'm missing. She's wrong. She ain't wrong. She's not wrong. No. Let's let's let me start by saying that uh, she's she's one hundred percent not wrong. But who? Marion Morris. I mean, it's like us saying it, and then somebody having a who are they? Uh, uh, how do you? I mean, I don't know. I have to do a little bit of research on that one. I'm not familiar. Well, apparently she's a with these younger one of these younger young ladies that sings, and I've heard the name, but I don't follow her. Well, but, I mean, hey, you know, if she's one of the younger ones, and that's her take, then. Yeah, uh, she's probably one worth worth knowing. Marin Morris, maybe. Is maybe Marin Morris. Am I saying it wrong? Is it M A R E N? Yeah. Okay. Let me uh, double check. I can help with this Pan Pan thing. M A R E N. Marin Morris. Is that how you say it? I think so. Yes. That's what I, we're going with. Marin I, Morris. I have heard of Marin Morris. Oh, uh, have you? But, oh, but yeah, I, was saying, I, I was able to help with that Pan Pan thing. Uh huh. We'll just recycle it from all ago. Yeah. Born in 
Whatever. Old school, right? Yeah. So that kind of segues us into what we're going to talk about today. So we have put together some names and things of people and uh, talked to Adam about it. We, we want people to understand there is some hope for music out there, even though it's not, a lot of it's not popular. Some of it's been around a little longer than you think. Some of it's more popular than you think. But some of it, you know, people have never heard. So what we did, or what I did, I excluded people like Robert L. Keen, who proclaimed their retirement. I also left off Kevin Fowler, Pat Green, Corey Moore, Reckless Kelly. People in that genre, or not that genre, but in that group that have been around for 30, 35, 40 years. And kind of was hitting on the, the ones who have popped up over the last few years. So you want to take the this list talking about them, or how do you want to do that, Adam? Do you care? I'll let you go through the list. John John put the list together. You can comment on it as we go. I, I, at first, that's right. That's what I was planning on saying. Uh, John put the list together. I misunderstood the assignment to begin with. Welcome then, to the John Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when I saw the list and realized what it was really supposed to be, I, I couldn't improve on the list, so I, I basically adopted John's list. I think it was just you add to it anybody that you might be aware of that other people are not that are worth listening to. I don't think it was making an improvement upon. All right, and these are not in any particular order, okay? First of all, Turnpike Troubadours, primarily an Oklahoma band, uh, Red Dirt Music, pretty good energy, not not uh, real, I would call them, definitely not call them on the edge of rock and roll, but they're, they really have their own sound. Uh, you know, Turnpike Troubadours is a great band, YouTube them. Pick up an album. I think you most people really like them. Okay. Uh, the second one's going to sound like you know maybe uh, riding off the name, but we're just going to take off. You just going to take off. Oh, I'm sorry. Go go ahead and add what you'd like to add. I'm sorry. Turnpike Troubadours. John's right. So Red Dirt <laughs> Music is a no. I mean, look, hey. <laughs> You better be glad geography is protecting you right now. Yeah, uh, no, nah, John's right. Look, I, I would say eh, kind of reminiscent of, he's going to get on to me for this, but almost kind of a more country version of cross-Canadian ragweed in a way. I could go with that. <clears throat> I mean, for those of you who are a little older and can remember Cody Canada and, and cross Canadian ragweed, uh, I know. I think Cody trap he he travels now, and, and they're Cody Canada and the Departed still, mm -hmm. right? Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's a lot, very reminiscent. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's not your traditional country by any means but that's okay uh in that they're not what we would refer to as sellouts they haven't jumped into pop right 
we we can we can tolerate a lot. As a matter of fact, we like a lot of rock influence in our in our country music. I think. Yeah. No, I think that's a good good analogy there. Yeah, if you if you don't have any albums or anything, just YouTube them. They're all over YouTube, and I think you'll you'll really like them. Uh, and the next one is kind of I don't want to be everybody to jump up and say oh because of the name or anything because I think this young man's actually making a name for himself, which is really hard to do because it's uh, Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real, and you know of course that's Willie Nelson's one of his sons. He does a lot of his own material. Uh, you'll see him on TikTok doing some Willie songs and things like that. But, man, most people do Willie songs. It's kind of hard not to do a Willie song. But uh, he's really got a, a unique sound. He does sound like Willie when he sings a little. And he can sound like Willie when he plays the guitar. Uh, but he's got his own, his own stuff going there, I think. And I think that... Over time, he's really going to be someone that sticks around and has a, a long career. So, I, I like him a lot. You, you listen to him in the album? I have, listened, I have listened to some of his stuff. Uh, he's definitely got what I would call the, the willy whistle. Yep. Right? It's, he's got a little bit of that nasal, but it's, it, I'm hey, he, the guy has his own sound, so... It's kind of cool. It's reminiscent, but it's not a carbon copy. And so <clears throat> I think that's important. I think he's, right now, he's trying to stay very uh, true to the tradition, which is cool. But he's also coming out with his, his own stuff. And uh, he's one to watch. Uh, <clears throat> we'll see. I know we're not going to get into it, but we've seen some of the other legacies that are not as impressive and haven't made the list here. Uh, I would I would call him and his styling more of a country folk. Yeah. So, yeah. So, here's the other deal. We, we've lost Americana along the way, which is, uh, I, I, never, I didn't really, never have liked it, but never have liked the the term Americana for it, but when you go back and you look at Towns Van Zandt and <clears throat> Guy Clark <clears throat> and that bunch, um, they they categorize them as Americana, which is fine. But to me, it was always more folk anyway. So it was their term, I guess, crossover between folk and, and country and blues. Mm-hmm. Mashup was Americana, which, like it or not, is what they are. That's what they're right. recognized as now. So, but I mean, yeah, Lucas very much more folk area. I would agree with that. Again, you can check him out on all all the streaming platforms. He has his own albums out and uh, videos out. So check him out. I think you, if you like Willie Nelson at all, you'll like Lucas. So. All right, so the next one is really a favorite of mine. Uh, pretty big fan of these guys. Even they've had some real recent success, kind of blown up. But even before then, I was a fan, and that's Whiskey Myers. 
Uh, Whiskey Myers is from the Tyler Longview area. And they were mostly Texas red dirt, more on the rock side when they started. But they had a couple of real good, I'd say, country songs or tended to be more country, like Stoned. Uh, then they had one called uh, Broken Window Serenade. Those were real uh, stripped down songs. Now they've really blown up. Uh, people have found out about them and they've got some albums out. A lot of success on their touring. Their albums are, uh, the last album I got is tended to be more rock. I, I talk a lot more about it, but I let uh, somebody borrow it and never got it back. I but, saw uh, that one, saw that one coming from a mile away, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. Mm-hmm. To, to be honest, not just picking that out of there. Now they really are, if you're in more into the cross-Canadian ragweed, the more upbeat, uh, rock-driven, I, that's where I would place them. I don't know what you think about that, Adam. Is that now? Is that pretty close? I mean, yeah, I think so. Uh, some of their stuffs, some of their stuffs, pretty gritty. I know we have uh, people that listen that have little kids, so pay attention to the explicit warnings on the, the albums, okay? Because Whiskey Buyers is one of those they. Well, they, they I was gonna say that it's not for kids. Yes, no, I'll say that it's not for it's not for children. It might be for teenagers, not for children. And it's not of a graphic nature. It's just mainly language. Well, and like the one one of the songs I named, "Broken Window Serenade," is about a guy who had a a crush on a girl, and she went to work at the uh, strip club in Tyler, and got hooked on drugs and ends up ODing. You know, it's a very dark song. Very dark. But it's a very true-to-life song. And we could go back and say this is nothing's changed, you know, from Johnny Cash singing, uh, uh, what was it, Long Black Dress, the woman that walks around in the hills, you know, yeah. uh, because of the murder. But, you know, same, same things. There's a lot of songs with darkness in them, and unfortunately, that's life. But yeah, they're not uh, for kids. I wouldn't let I wouldn't let a, a child listen to them. Yeah, we so. we're gonna we're gonna always try to do our due diligence as far as letting y'all know. <laughs> we don't want we don't want to put y'all in a position you're having to explain something early to the kids. Okay. No, no. And we sure don't want you to recommend something to you that the kids are gonna <laughs> be repeating and get you in a bind. Exactly. Uh, they're they're at school singing it, and the teacher's calling. You wondering what you're doing, right? So. But they are talent. Uh, I I agree with the, the. I would say cross Canadian ragweed, but a little darker and grittier. Right. And it kind of brings up the next guy too. Uh, some of the same morning there, uh, Billy Strings, who is bluegrass guitar player singer, uh, young man. Been playing bluegrass since he was a child. Just phenomenal, phenomenal guitar player. Uh, but he's got some songs that don't tend to fit into everybody's genre. He's taking that bluegrass where they used to sing about 
the little brown jug or, you know, the whiskey in the bottle and stuff. Well, now he's brought it up to modern times and he's thinking about the dust in the baggie and um, him and Willie did one called California Sober. Did you see that? I haven't seen it. And apparently California Sober means that you're clean of all the drugs except for marijuana. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't, it's hard to keep up with this stuff. But, yeah. yeah. So, Billy String's a great guitar player, great bluegrass person. But, again, I wouldn't want him to introduce him to a child. You know, as far as art, as far as his music goes, as a person, he'd probably be fine. And I'm not knocking his take on music or what he writes about. I'm just saying that it's not for children. Having said that, I've seen him play with some of the <clears throat> great musicians out there right now. Great guitar players are seeking him out because of how well he plays. I've seen him play from... Uh, traditional bluegrass people like Dale McCurry all the way up to Billy Gibbons, you know, things like that. So, uh, he's phenomenal, phenomenal, definitely worth watching, but be careful if you're playing him around your children. You want to add anything on that one, uh, Adam? I can't just that, uh, with a name like strings, you gotta be a good guitar player. You better be, huh? That's right. All right, I'm going to skip this next guy and let you cover him in the end because I know you like him. Number six on our list. Uh, the guy's been around for many years, but he was around as a songwriter. And he kind of got discovered accidentally, I guess, as far as a performer. But once the people saw how he sounded and sang, 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 how he, how he performed, Pam, Pam. Uh, yeah, how he performs uh, and, and how he sounds they're just forward by him and that's Chris Stapleton oh, uh, Chris yeah. Stapleton come out it seemed like come out of nowhere but like I said he'd been writing songs for many years in Nashville and wrote several chart topping songs or co-wrote them so he was no stranger to, to the music business but he, he did start to perform, and now that's taken over, and he's got such a unique voice and such a unique sound that he's uh, he stands out, you know? So and That's uh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, some of these you can look back and you go, oh, that, that, that bunch sounds like cross-Canadian ragweed. You could say Lucas has almost kind of a willy voice sound to him. I, I have a hard time with Stapleton going back. Classifying him? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely country. Um, I haven't heard a, a Chris Stapleton song that I ha didn't like yet. He won John and I over because he covered a couple of Guy Clark songs. Well, and he his sound with his guitar... Mm -hmm. He's very, got that very reminiscent of the uh, 70s. I can tell you why, because he's playing that type amp, but he's got that 70s hi high reverb and vibrato in his music that goes back, you know, and to, to when we can, probably one of the golden ages of country music. 
and and rock music. I mean, well, and a lot of his stuff, a lot of the music portion of his songs, I use an example, uh, and this will kind of also tell you that listen to the stuff before you let your kids listen to it. He's got a song that might as well get stoned. When you think about it, we're talking three chords. That's it. it I mean, he's got some backup, but it's it's three chords. And it's a simple pattern with some stops. I mean, but but his voice, this guy's voice, he definitely was blessed with something that will, will get attention. Uh, I mean, I, I, I have a hard time saying anybody in country right now has a similar voice. No, he's, just, he's very unique. They just don't. Uh, I'd like to go on record also as saying that uh, that his wife who performs with him has got an amazing voice also and sings back up and duets with him. She is a phenomenal singer and she's going to get missed in a lot of this because of Chris. And he's Chris has this monster voice. Okay, he just he to hear his voice, he reminds me of Waylon Jennings. It's just big and fills the room up. Okay, and she comes in with these sheet harmonies, and you're like, "What?" Go listen to them do the song Amanda. Yeah, way there was you know the Waylon Jennings song. Uh, a lot of people did it, but I remember the Waylon version. And the way that comes up, you know, Amanda. So I can't sing. So, but she really brings that in. You can edit that out. But she really brings that in there, man. And just phenomenal. She's gonna, you know, just be considered a backup singer probably. But the, the, what it, I almost consider him a duet sometimes. Uh, hey, also. So if you've if you've ever lost a pet. <laughs> Is this an advertisement? No, it's not oh. an advertisement. But I'm going to tell you, Chris Stapleton has a song. It's called Maggie's Song, and it's about a dog. Don't okay. don't go listen to it if you've recently lost your dog. Oh, I know man. what you're talking about now. You, you're going to have to have a day. You're going to have to have a day. That's all I'm telling you. I mean, it's a... It's just there, right? I mean, the guy sings with emotions, man. I mean, yeah. he really does. So, yeah. I mean, a couple of my favorite ones, Whiskey and You, um, didn't get any playtime hardly, but it, it's one of my favorites. Uh, and I also liked uh, the one I talked about earlier. Uh, might as well get stoned. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, those are two of my favorite ones. And those are not the ones that he's most well known for. Uh, Traveler, Parachute got a lot of playtime they wore that one out on the radio uh, well and the, the writing on those songs is original too it's not like you're going to listen to that song go I've heard this a thousand times yes yes so, so yeah, just, he's, he's he, probably the one of the powerhouses on the list there I'll I was going to say he probably is topping the list as far as the popularity and everything on the list so well, maybe not right now. We got a guy we're saving for the end, but uh, and, and he's uh, very critical of the the machine. 
Yeah, well, that's because he worked on Music Row, so he understands the, right. the evil that gets done there. Right. All right, now, this next is a, a group of, or it's not a group, it's a, two sisters. And very different music style. I guess I'd say, even though they play primarily a style of blues and rock, rock and blues, with some folk in it, but uh, Larkin Poe, L-A-R-K-I-N-P-O-E, and they are are phenomenal. One plays the guitar, one plays the lap steel. Real, real neat sounds, real good music. Uh, I, I, just, just really something I enjoy listening to. It's going to be on that far edge for a lot of people because it's really in that folk type genre to me where it says, you know, we're, we're out there where they're not going to sound like everybody else. They're not going to play like everybody else, but they are, they're pretty awesome, you know. So if you get a chance to listen to Larkin Poe, again, YouTube them, TikToks, all the social media, you can download the albums. I don't have a personal favorite that it comes to mind. But I do know that when they come on, I, I don't turn them off. I just like to listen to them. And uh, I think they're really, really awesome what they're doing. So Larkin Poe is, uh, I think they'll be around for many, many years. And I think they're going to put out good quality work. I don't think it's going to be real. You're not going to get anything cheesy or anything, you know. Uh as far as who they remind me of, they don't really remind me of anybody I can think of. They're their own their own entity. I guess with the sisters thing and playing some some rock music, you might say heart, but they don't remind me of heart at all. To be honest, I, I'm trying to think of any group, but again, they're just so unique uh, in what they do. It's just definitely worth worth watching and the, and the girl that plays or lady that plays the lap steel has adapted it where she can stand up and play it she's had a brace type thing made that fits to her waist and she can move around so she's not it's not stuck in a chair the whole show i was just looking at that yeah it's pretty neat she usually plays an old rickenbacker like we looked at down at uh fuller's mm -hmm. and uh Real neat, real neat, real good sounds, real, I mean, they're not, they're not, sometimes with female groups, it seems like it gets real heavy on because they're female or how they look, things like that. I can say these, these young ladies, music stands for themselves. So for me, uh, Larkin Poe. It's one of them that may be at the bottom of the list as we're going down, but they're at the top of the list for my listening. So I'm going to give Adam the last five minutes and let him cover this last guy on the list because I know he really likes this guy, which I do too. But uh, this guy's come up out of nowhere, it seems like, and his name is Oliver Anthony. Yeah, uh, I'll check into Larkin Poo a little bit more. It's unique to see a new steel guitar player, lap steel or otherwise, much less a, a female steel guitar player. So if you're a young lady and you're coming up, <laughs> steel guitar may be where it's at. You can be one of the few. <laughs> one of the two. 
that's it. That's it. Uh, all right, yeah, I mean. Uh, so here's Oliver. What's it been, about a month ago? Oliver, Oliver Anthony blasts on the scene about a month ago. Um, <laughs> absolutely unknown until... Hey, we were, we were one of the first groups to talk about him, so... Yep, and it was all on a TikTok video uh, where we where we saw him first, and uh, it's just him standing out in the forest. We have a podcast earlier where we talk about it, but uh, just a real humble guy, uh, lives out in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, uh, started putting this stuff out on his social media, and, and really has just exploded. What's really unique is... He's been offered a lot of money, and as of right now, he hasn't accepted any deals from anybody. He's doing small tours. He, he's just gotten into a fight this last week. I don't know if you saw it, John. I did. Uh, with one of the venues, uh, had booked a show, and they were selling tickets and charging, I think it was like $200 for the meet and greet portion and then um, maybe a hundred dollars for a regular ticket and he really took exception to it and so he canceled the show of course they're they're back at him about it uh saying that that's what they had to charge just to make up for what they were going to pay him to come and of course it's going to be he said she said thing but at the end of the day uh the proof's kind of in the pudding uh, he's found another venue. He's going to sell tickets, I think, $25 a pop. Uh, <laughs> if you're on the East Coast, you could see Oliver Anthony very reasonably. Uh, his music is very bluegrassy, I would say. It's very social commentary. Uh, uh, even though he's saying not so much political, which, which I'll agree with him on. It's social commentary. It's this is how we're messing society up uh also language wise not one for your kids uh the song that's got him the most attention is called rich men north of richmond where he blasts all of the politicians all all of the politicians red white blue purple go check him out yeah he's really uh the kind of guy that that we don't know what his next album or anything's gonna sound like but we do know that uh, he's got some really great skills and a voice that people find, uh, to me, similar to listen to your grandfather or something. You know, it commands you to, to listen to some extent. So I think he'll be around for a while. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere unless somebody just, I don't know, railroads him out. Uh, which I don't really think he's that <laughs> I think he'll go play at the, the farmer's market like he's been doing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but he, he's another one. He has the ability to, to rocket uh, up the list here and, and really get... He's, he's, Joe Rogan's already talked about him. I mean, he's, I think he's done a few interviews. Uh, several other people. Hey, very humble guy. Uh but to my knowledge, there's no albums out yet. No, no. no. nothing. He does have some some stuff on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, 
has some stuff on iTunes you can purchase there if you want. Spotify, he has his own Spotify channel. Maybe your thing and you don't know it, but uh, I haven't introduced him to one person that said, nah, I'll pass. Right, and on that political thing, I, I, he doesn't pick a side necessarily. He's calling out all politicians. That's why I think the social commentary more than political, I agree with him. He's not saying that the Republicans did this or the Democrats did that. He's saying y'all are all in it together. So, Yep, and he's not wrong. We're, no. More, more or less, it's we're being, his, his message is we're being farmed basically for our tax money. Anyway, thought that was something different as far as doing a list and uh it's enjoyable. Maybe we should do more lists. I liked it. I think it was real fun, you know, sitting and thinking about who we could, who I would recommend people listening to. Takes a lot of thought. Sometimes going back and listening to other people you might have forgot about. We uh, we do appreciate y'all uh, listening. Certainly appreciate any feedback you can give us. Uh, email us lasthobosramble at gmail dot com, or you can send it through social media. Uh, we should get it. Any advice? Any questions anything you'd like for us to to get into we'll start posting on facebook as it gets closer if we got an interview coming up so that y'all can add to the question list but yeah right now just give us a rating give us a review on any of your uh services where you listen to us give us a suggestion on what you want to hear us talk about Yep, and, and subscribe so you'll get notified when the next episode comes out normally come out on sunday evenings uh, or Monday, Monday, so just uh, you can go to, to YouTube and subscribe, and all of our podcasts go there without video, but also we're going to be adding videos of some of these, these older gentlemen sitting around the coffee shops and their shops talking, telling stories. Some of these stories are hilarious. I mean, some of them have gotten over 10,000 views on, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, and like old stories told by old timers, that's a, that's a Kind of a little different than what we do here, but it kind of fits in also. So, and I'll just leave you with this. If you don't fit anywhere else, come hang out with us.